Well, welcome to Right on Radio. It is Friday, November the 3rd, and Lord willing, I have a good one for you today. And as I'm waiting for people to come into the live room, I usually will play a song, and I have one that is so appropriate for today. Uh, I think you're going to like this one. And uh, as a tribute to George Carlin, we got the old tunes, the new tunes, the sad tunes, the blue tunes. We play the greatest hits of all here on Right On Radio.
Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio. Hey everyone, welcome to Right On Radio. Man, there is so much stuff going on today. I was unsure of what I would cover, but I pray that uh, God will direct my words. And I just want to start out with a scripture, and literally just the scripture of the day from my Bible app, and I think it is perfect for this day, considering what is going on in the world. And it comes from Hebrews 11, verse 6, and it simply says, But without faith, no one can please God. We must believe that God is real and rewards everyone who searches for him. Amen. Well, things are heating up, people. But yet, as much as things are heating up and the bad news is out there, there is a lot of clues that things are going to be turning around in some way. But the question is, what are we actually rooting for? And, uh, you know, this wasn't on my agenda, but I I just, it seems to be top of my mind, so I'm going to talk about it just for a second. Um, Folks, you're in for a big disappointment. Uh, I feel this in my bones. I've known it for a while, uh, at least in my gut, uh, in my faith. And a lot of people that you follow and trust that give you intel and tell you things you want to hear and things you shouldn't be hearing, you know, that are exposing the dark side and always pointing to the esoteric and stuff like that, Folks, there uh, you're going to be very disappointed when when a lot of them fall. I'm just telling you the truth. Everybody in this game, uh, and I, I will say, I'm an exception. I <laughs> I have been honest with you all the way through this journey. I really don't have skeletons in my closet. The worst thing that you're going to find out about me is that I drink beer and I smoke cigars. Uh, but other people, it's going to be quite different. And I'm going to tell you what I believe is going on in the influencer world, and then I'm going to read you some good intel and uh, and drop you some clues. Uh, but I think this should be somewhat informative, this show. Um, one of the things that's been making a big splash over the last week or two is, you know, the imminent collapse of the financial system that is going on. We know that the fiat system is not sustainable, of course. And if you do read the Bible and you look at the writing on the wall, uh, there will be a global financial system. Otherwise, how could Revelation 13 be fulfilled. Uh, Maybe there's a different way, but to me, the obvious way is that we have a global currency and you will not be able to buy or sell without the mark. So at some point in the future, that will happen. And there's, you know, this PSYOP going on by Ingersoll Lockwood right now with the U.S. debt clock, whether you've seen it or not. 
Um, it is a psychological operation, folks. Just make no mistake, just like the Q stuff is. It's a psychological operation. Now, there are some people out there talking about Q and um, the military order and the esoteric connection of it and stuff like that. And some of that may be true. I'm, I don't know. It certainly looks like it could be. But at the same time, while every level of government has been infiltrated, judges, politicians, pastors, even though they're not government, uh, I think some of them are, you have to think that there are some good people who have been in the mix and maybe infiltrated some of these bad things as well. So always keep that in mind. But regarding the coming financial crash, there is a person out there, and I don't normally call people out, but this guy just bugs me. Uh, I call him Bo Baloney. And I'm sorry, I know there's a couple listeners here um, that really like what he has to say, but I've followed him for a couple of years, and not intently, but, you know, he makes a big splash. He's a big speaker on the Reawaken Tour. He's on every show, and he gets it wrong every time. Folks, he gets it wrong every time. And then he pushes the date back. Oh, it's because of this. It's because... And people hang on every word. He boldly predicted on multiple shows. Again, so he predicted a date in June. Oh, this is it. It's all coming to a head. And then it didn't happen. But now he was sure it was going to be the Monday, October 30th. Black Monday, he's calling it. The crash. Gold is going to go through the roof, he's saying. And then, of course, on Tuesday, he posts a clip of him saying the exact same thing, but saying, oh, but it might take till December. Folks, they keep pushing it back. And by the way, what's his business? He sells gold. <laughs> and my point is, with all this, I'm seeing and just stepping back and taking a wide view of all the information that is going on in the alternative media. Folks, I think that these people know that they're about to fall. I have theories that most of these people are criminals and probably made a deal. I'm just telling you the truth because they're all connected and most are controlled. Most are controlled. I think they're trying to cash in as big as they possibly can right now. That's the way I see it. And just before I get to the rest of the content that I had planned, it's worth a note. Um, Juan O'Seven. You know, he's a guy who is on, you know, probably a hundred different podcasts kind of controls the narrative on the patriot side. And he throws in Bible verses and talks in circles, but to his credit, he has gotten some things right. Wendy, God bless you. And boy, that, uh, <laughs> that picture looks appetizing, even at this time of the morning. <laughs> uh, it won't be happening for a while. Uh, 
But he has been saying, to his credit, that we will be coming to the brink of nuclear war. He's been saying it for a couple of years, folks. And, uh, you know, it certainly looks like we're, we're there. And, of course, you know, the Q posts famously say, Israel is for last. Huh. But with all these things, what are we waiting for? So let me just address three main narratives, actually. So we have the financial collapse. We have the brink of nuclear war. Israel for last. And military is the only way. And there's millions and millions of patriots rooting for all these things because they think it is the answer. So first of all, with a financial crash, maybe there's something on the good side. Maybe you have to tear down the old to bring in the new. Is the new good? Do you know for sure? I know one thing. When it crashes, people are going to get hurt. A lot of people. And not the elite people. The regular people will be hurt. If you can't access the money from your bank, if you can't pay your mortgage, if your employer cannot access the funds to give you your paycheck, that sounds like a world of hurt. Maybe it's temporary, but we know it's coming, and I've been saying it's coming for a couple of years. Uh, it, it's, it's obvious to me, folks. Uh, I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm not an oracle of any kind. But then we look at this brink of nuclear war that guys like Juan have been pushing, Nino have been pushing, and maybe that's what it takes to so-called awake humanity. Okay. Here's the problem. To be on the brink of nuclear war, someone, I mean a person, has his finger on the button. That is a lot of trust to put into a man. Do you trust man? You shouldn't. And the third thing, military in control. Yeah, I did a show on this last week on a baby Trump show. I'll just kind of give you the, uh, the Coles notes. Smart cities are planned everywhere, and if your city is planned, uh, if it's written in the uh, in the documents, and there's a big list of them, look it look it up, folks. Um, you know those cities are coming to destruction, <laughs> so it seems because they want to rebuild. And 15 minute cities are the opposite of freedom. We all know that. 
And yet, Trump is planning on building something called Freedom Cities. <laughs> Do you not think it's going to be modeled after a 15-minute city and have all the conveniences and luxuries that they're going to sell you? Is it Freedom? And with that, um, I, I use those to juxtapose the military is the only way. We know that, you know, probably 10 to 15 million people have crossed the border into the United States. They've crossed the borders into every country, folks. Um, Canada, Britain, Germany. There has been a worldwide invasion. This has been planned for many, many years. And there's going to be consequence from that. It's going to hurt. And when it gets so bad, they've conditioned all of the patriots, you know, the people who would actually do something, They've conditioned you to accept the military to take control. What does that look like? Martial law? Checkpoints? Are patriots actually rooting for martial law? Are we rooting for this? Make a check in your spirit, folks, because all that sounds like the opposite of freedom to me. But let's get on to the good clues and the good news, because whenever you want to hold off the largest armed civilian population in the world... <laughs> You gotta give hope. And I'm not saying the hope isn't real. In fact, I, I'll I'll be candid enough. I, I might not post this if I if I say this uh, on air, but I'll tell you a couple things that I am seeing uh at the end of the show and I'll decide. <laughs> if I do, I probably won't post it. Um so you would be the only ones to hear it. <laughs> so let's just look at what is happening in the last me <laughs> like in the just in the very short amount of time. Remember it was about a month ago Trump said that in less than five months, that puts us into February, going into March, he said he would defeat Joe Biden and take the country back. That is an interesting statement. And then, of course, we see the election was overturned in Connecticut. That was uh, certainly a move in the right direction. Because you can't go forward without fixing 2020, right? But then, in the last week, you know, Clarence Thomas, who 
probably is the most, in, in my estimation from what I have seen, is probably the most ethical judge on the Supreme Court and what he had to go through to get onto that court. and He just seems to be a man of real integrity. And if you don't know, well, integrity means adherence to a moral code. And to have a moral code, you must have a faith. Um, but Clarence Thomas accepted a writ for the 2020 election fraud. Now, I'm not a legal expert by any means. But if I do understand correctly, by accepting a writ, that means he alone can make the decision. It doesn't have to go through the swamp rats that have been piled into the court. Let me know if I'm right or wrong about that, folks. I don't know, but that's my understanding. I've read that. But if you don't know if what you read is correct these days either. By the way, um, just quick side note, uh, two weeks ago was I, I couldn't do a show last Friday because of personal obligations. Two weeks ago I did a show and it was horrible. Uh, I shouldn't have stayed up all night and then tried to do a show. I was just way too exhausted. I couldn't think. Um so I'm behind, and uh, I don't beg for gifts, but remember when I do these lives, if I get a total of, throughout, throughout the month, throughout the month of November, if I can get $22 in gifts in these live chats, they boost the algorithm for, and, the, and Podbean will actually advertise this uh, podcast. So uh, consider becoming a super fan and, you know, given some Podbeans, it's just like a, you know, a uh, hundred pod beans is, uh, is, is like one dollar or something like that. It's a hundred to one. So we have the election fraud thing. Is that the way it's going to happen? I don't know. And then a really weird thing happened. And did you notice from the, from the Congress floor, a person was announcing that Nancy Pelosi had been subpoenaed. And it seems to have something to do with her, her husband and, uh, and perhaps the, the gay lover thing. But who knows what will come out in disclosure in these things. And it was weird that it was announced from Congress floor. At least I thought it was weird. So Nancy's been subpoenaed, and don't forget, from the J6, as, as horrible as that thing was, remember that Patriots got the laptop, folks. Don't forget about that. And don't forget about Anthony Weiner's laptop. Don't forget about Hunter Biden's laptop. All these things are still out there. And many, many people are saying we're not going to make it to 2024. And, and Trump has certainly hinted at that in more than one time. 
Also, it's worth making a note of there is a new speaker in the house, Mike Johnson. Now, I was very critical of Mike Johnson because his very first act of Congress was to introduce a bill to fund Israel. And I'm very critical of it when you think about this, and just, okay, the attack on October 7th. Let's just look at that. And, you know, I think if you've been watching the shows lately, you know that it's the same people funding both sides, as it always is. It was planned. Everything else is in the plan. But what it turns out is he is taking that money to fund the war from the IRS budget. Who owns IRS? Well, they're the collection agency for the Federal Reserve. They work for the same people who are funding both sides of the war. Really, really interesting that he's taking that money. And then we have all the clues of the Federal Reserve going down, the fiat banking going down. What is going on here, folks? Also, the impeachment, so we have Clarence Thomas talking, you know, taking, accepting the writ when that happens. I don't know. But we have Clarence Thomas take, taking that on. We have the imminent impeachment of Joe Biden. They say, like, January, they're going to take it up. This is very interesting, folks. Things are heating up all around. Also, speaking of the uh, the speaker, did you notice Scalise wore him in as the 45th speaker? Didn't they pass 45 like decades ago? And all of this at the same time, and you know, if you saw the pictures yesterday, Tucker Carlson has been posting that uh, he was going to be interviewing Julian Assange. And Julian ties in all the things with the laptops, the emails. Very, very strange. So there is a lot of stuff happening. And another thing that happened, and uh, listen, I'm, I'm going to start reporting some more of this Q stuff because Q is real, but what it is, who knows? 
Uh, it's a psyop. Absolutely, it's a psychological operation. But things seem to be heating up, and things seem to be kind of going towards what that plan has detailed. And at 2.32 this morning, Dan Scavino posts a video. And it's a car going down a road, and you see missiles going across the sky. Or it looks like missiles. And you see a bat signal go up. Now, it's interesting that he's playing the music of Metallica. The Sandman, Mr. What's his Sandman, Enter Sandman, Exit Light, Enter Night, Take My Hand, Off to Never, Neverland. So he dropped this 60-second clip, November 3rd at 2.32 a.m., and November 3rd of 2017, the six-year Delta says this, and this is why I'm reading this one. Godspeed to those who will be put in harm's way. You're the bravest men and women on earth. We will never forget all share in one title common and that is the title of hero and then it goes on to quote psalm 23 the lord is my shepherd i lack nothing he makes me lie down in green pastures he leads me beside quiet waters he refreshes my soul he guides me along the right paths for his name's sake even though i walk through the darkest valley i will fear no evil for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepared a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all of the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Folks, I've also, in the last week, been talking with two of my sources uh, that, well, one is a brand new one. I'm still trying to work out uh, whether that person is real or not, but the uh, one person I talked to is definitely real, uh, definitely real. And this person has been assuring me, no, 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 no. There's some stuff going on, but at a very high level, there's actually a battle within the military. And until the battle inside the military is worked out, it's going to be very difficult to, uh, to bring this to a conclusion. So there is a lot of stuff going on right now. And uh, I must say, I watched the very beginning of the uh, speech from Trump yesterday, 
And, you know, normally he starts off with, uh, you know, the God Bless America song. But he started off with the Star Spangled Banner and he stood on stage and he, um, he stood with a salute looking very presidential. I must say it was, uh, it was quite a scene. And I'm just looking for one last clip here. I want, I'm going to play this one because it's very telling and uh, I'm just going to play the clip. Uh, you're going to hear the audio of it. You can look up the magazine. You can still find it. But with everything I just said about the coming financial doom, uh, you know, patriots save Israel for last, military in control, all these things. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to divulge what I was going to share. What what I've been feeling on the inside, and I think it's from the Lord. I'm not going to share it at this time. So I will be able to post this, but. I want you to listen to this clip. It's about two minutes in length. And just bear in mind that, you know, we're saying all these things are happening. Trump is coming back. Trump is doing this. Trump is doing that. Dan Scavino, the bat signal, using scripture. All these things. But I want you to hear this, and it's someone talking about a magazine cover from 10 years ago, and I have looked at this magazine and verified it. Listen to this. Oh, hold on. Are setting all this stuff up, and actually, they've been, as the banksters and the globalist types, the Rothschilds, all these types are setting all this stuff up and actually they've been doing this for centuries <laughs> and no one ever notices it's them <laughs> it's incredible but all you need to do is look at their publications the rothschilds own the economist magazine and they actually put out all these hints on their front covers and they've been doing this for like decades uh it's we, i actually like pay attention to their covers because it tells you what's going to happen in the next few years a few decades so they actually plan these things out well in advance and here's the economist cover from January 2013, so about 10 years ago, and it says, A Rough Guide to Hell. Now, if you zoom in a little bit, there's a Hamas guy in a paraglider fighting with Netanyahu. How did they know? You've got the devil there standing at a machine called climate change, which is how they're like actually controlling and ruining the world using that psychological operation. They knew that like 10 years ago. The word <clears throat> climate change wasn't even a, a much of a word 10 years ago. They used to always call it global warming until it became clear that it's getting much, much colder almost everywhere. And this is all documented, by the way. But uh, 10 years ago, they already knew it was going to be climate change, not global warming. And that's how they really are. That's their main sort of control mechanism at the moment, which is a total lie, which all their things are, including the COVID. And look at the bottom right. If you zoom in, got Barack Obama there in a pride boat which again i have to say 10 years ago the the whole gay pride thing wasn't that well known 
but they had already like slipped it in that that's what they're gonna be doing what have we seen over the last like few years all this pride stuff everywhere everyone's got a pride flag now right and they have obama in the boat basically saying like it's it's a number of different like hidden there's so many hidden things in here you can actually look in this like weeks and and still find stuff you got obama in the pride boat which has a number of different meanings one of them is that he's obviously gay he's married to a transvestite a tranny called michael obama it's actually not even his real name uh, barack isn't uh, obama isn't even his real name he's barry sotero is his real name uh he was anyway i'm not going to get into all that but anyway hopeless types so the economist magazine has a cover it's a cartoon and they have a Hamas guy coming in on a hang glider, battling with Bibi. They have all kinds of stuff. I'm probably going to put it in two to Tuesday's show, so you're getting a bit of a preview. But I just ask you, whose plan is it? And what are you rooting for? Interesting times, folks. I'll go back to that first scripture I read from Hebrews. You're going to need your faith during these times, and I'm going to suggest to you in the next few months, you're going to be a very bumpy ride. And please pray for me that... Uh, the Lord will give me more clarity on a couple of the things he's shown me. Actually, I will tell you one of the things that I feel. I'm just saying I'm feeling. I'm not saying thus saith the Lord. I'm just telling you what I feel in my spirit. And if you've been following him, God bless you, Angie and Katie. Thank you for, for the gifts. Um, So if you've been following the Bible studies on the show, and by the way, that we will be doing one on Sunday, and if you caught the show last night, I told you where we're going after we finish the last chapter of Peter, we will be doing the Gospel of Matthew. And from the beginning of doing the Bible studies, you know, we, I started off with the book of Revelation, then I went to Acts, but after doing Acts, I really have desired to go and do the gospel, because why would I want to study what the, you know, the apostles and the disciples of Christ would say when when we could first start with what he said, like that's the that's the cornerstone, right? It's what everything is built on is what Jesus said and what he did. Even more importantly, and I felt in my spirit every time I got resistance, I felt the Lord saying, "No." Nope, it's not time. It's not time. And every time we finish another book in our Bible study, I'm planning on doing a gospel. And no, it's not time. And I've felt in my spirit that there was a, basically when things looked real bad, when we're, you know, kind of on the, the edge of, perhaps Armageddon. At least it looks like it now, folks. Whether it is or not, I don't know. But I felt 
when we got to that point, the Lord would release me to do one of the Gospels. And I was debating which one to do. Of course, they're all good. Uh, but I know that I know that I know uh, we have to do Matthew, which is the very first one. And I am so excited to find out what the Lord is going to share, well, with me and with us through that. You know, uh, words come out of my mouth, but the Lord, His Holy Spirit ministers to you individually when we do these studies. And uh, I just think that it's going to be so powerful. I really kind of, just so you know, in my in my heart, I kind of wanted to start off with John because I got the whole beloved thing going on and it is the book of love and I'm just feeling the beloved uh, thing. And it starts out like the, it's the most powerful words, you know, in the beginning of the gospel of John, you know, in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God. It's like... <laughs> Maybe the Lord's not letting me start with John because I could spend about six weeks on that sub on on just those uh, that verse alone, you know. But uh, I really feel a release, and I think that there's uh, the Lord's going to say something very powerful to us. Hey, don't forget to. Uh, you know, in, in these times of turmoil and everything else uh, that's going on right now, you got to uh, you got to get you got to get busy and pray, folks. I know it's hard to pray. I know it's hard to take time away. We're programmed like we have these schedules, you know, and we keep to these schedules. And starting something new is hard because I'm used to doing this on a Saturday night or a Wednesday night. But if there's ever time in history in your life when you should be down on your knees praying, probably should be about now. <laughs> and it'll probably be more so now, now, now as we go weeks forward. But folks, you can pray by yourself, maybe pray with your spouse. But you know, we do a corporate prayer. And the Lord hears our prayers. I say that with bold confidence in my faith. And I and we, we're seeing prayers answered. And I'm not saying that to bait you into it. But it's his promise. It's what he tells us to do. And we welcome you to come and join us. And, you know, you don't have to pray out loud. You can just sit there in the background and listen and pray along with us. Of course, we encourage people to pray with us. And it's a common theme. I hear people, in fact, on Wednesday, someone had said, you know, I'm intimidated by the beautiful prayer warriors that you have on the channel. And, you know, I am too, folks. <laughs> we got some people who it's their, it's in their DNA to pray. Some people are called to it and some people are really good at it and they have the right words and they put the hallelujahs in and they sing worship between it and they're flowing in the spirit. And 
And I wish I was that person. The Lord made me a little bit different, and maybe he made you a little bit different. But I want to tell you, God is not a respecter of someone with fancy words. They've just practiced. They've been praying a long time because they've had a calling of praying on their life. God wants your heart. In fact, I'm going to say I'm going to say a prayer right now for each one of you. And I'm not going to use fancy words. I'm just going to show you and I and I'm and I'm put this is this is going to be heard by thousands of people. So put your pride away thinking that 20 people might hear your <laughs> lack of spiritual words. Just say, Father, the world is a mess, but you are good. Would you please protect my family? Would you please protect those around us? Would you please protect those in the community? And God, would you give me words that I can speak of your goodness to my neighbors? Hallelujah, God. Amen. Do you think you can do that, brother or sister? You can do it! <laughs> All right. Hey, God bless everyone. Uh, thank you for being here. See you on Sunday. Uh, probably even see you on Saturday night if you join the prayer. I plan on being there. And, uh, oh, let me just catch up on chat before I hang up here. Uh, yeah, that's a good scripture. Uh, quoted Philippians 4, verses 6 to 7. Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be known to God and the peace of God, which passes, surpasses all understanding, shall keep your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you for that. My sister in the Lord. And uh, you know what? Uh, listen, I, I'm just looking at all the names, and maybe you guys don't want me to call out the names, but, you know, Eve, Angie, Katie, um, Queggy, I've seen a number of times. Uh, Wendy, of course, is here. I just want to say, from the bottom of my heart that I love you. And <laughs> oh my goodness, I just thought of this. <laughs> I love you in Christ. You, you know what I used to always say? And so this this is evidence that the Lord has changed this man from the inside out. I never used to say from the bottom of my heart. I'd say from the heart of my bottom. <laughs> I used that for years, folks. From the heart of my bottom. All right. <laughs> hey, God bless 
each and every one of you. And remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself. And that includes the Right On Radio community. Please love each other in the chats and stuff like that. And that will make a difference in our community. Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio.